Let's get ready to grumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble! Uh, I'm your host, Graham. I've, I've not got any headphones on, so that's why it sounds weird. That's I'm just I'm just getting that out there. You mean you, the, you just talk to us like a normal person? Well, yeah, the, like it's always weird to not talk to you with like a normal person without apparatus. Anyway, sitting directly opposite me is Daryl, little Daryl. Quite intense, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We yeah, play footsie on the table. If you oh, want. please don't. Right. Not after last time. I feel like I'm mediating. Sitting in the corner to my right, it's Th- Dan. Third wheeling. <laughs> third wheeling. <laughs> Good to have mates, isn't it? Right. Right. Yeah. So. You know, last yeah, we're week... um, soulmates, aren't we? Well, what well, like 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 shoes? No, like lovers. Oh, okay, all right. No, no, no. no. Heartbroken. Talking heartbreak. Oh, kids back in right, it. Right, okay, there we go. Nailed it. We're doing <laughs> I it. I don't know if you want to go there, but no, well, let's. Yeah, okay. Well, let's do it. Well, yeah, we we did our one PW show last week, so we haven't. I don't owe you money. Yeah, good. It. There you go. So we haven't we haven't done any news since. Well, when was August? Yeah, I, I I literally did a wrestling holiday, and we didn't talk about it at all because we had one PW. It's like a little, uh, it's like a little break, isn't it? Like a mini yeah. break, just to rejuvenate. The, we're refreshing the relationship. Yeah. Like the second honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. Did we go on a first honeymoon? We went uh, to New York. Like all of us. Yeah, well, we all went. three of us. We, we, went to, we went to Dublin, but I don't think that were a honeymoon. No, not really, no. That were a different stage of the wedding uh, fiasco, yeah, weren't pre-wedding, it? if anything. Yeah, that were fiasco. Psycho. <laughs> oh, I couldn't think of a word. <laughs> fiasco. Meaning that's, 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 <laughs> let's talk about my, my, my nuptials that way. <laughs> the second happiest day of my life, thank you. What's Meaning, the first one? Well, I literally have a, ch- I had a child, so like... Oh, so, yeah. so it weren't when we went to watch Raw at Sheffield Arena with Ricky Hatton there? Oh, yeah... Yeah, it was. It wasn't that time we got chased through New York by a mental. No, it wasn't that. No, no. It definitely wasn't that. No, and again, I've told you, stop saying the word mental. Was he mental, though? <laughs> That's my question to you, sir. Was he mental? Right, here's another question. Is it mental to think that Shawn Michaels is going to be doing wrestling again? No. No? Did you ever expect it, though? No, I would talk to him in car about this. Yeah, go on. Yeah, just... Well, talk... Talk on the show. Come on, you do a wrestling-related podcast. Yeah, don't well, wait. I was about to. Don't was waste your witty... We talked about way too much wrestling that way, didn't we? Don't waste <laughs> yeah. your witty banter on us. We're just ears for <laughs> yeah. you to hear. These are the real ears. No, well, the real I was ears. Just, just saying that like, I didn't expect it and I didn't know I wanted it, but uh, yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> Did you want bald Shawn Michaels? Um, we, we were going to dedicate a whole portion of the show to his little bandana. So do you want to do Wrestle Fashions, mate? Wrestle Fashions Bandana Edition. Right, so it's... No secret that Shawn Michaels has been uh, going bald for about 10 years, maybe yeah. longer. Right? I, think, I think that's a conservative well, estimate. Yeah. Since Bret Hart pulled that bit of air out from <laughs> his head <laughs> 20 years ago, 25 years ago, whatever yeah. it were. The rest of it just tried to follow it. Yeah. Um, and then, so he, he finally cut it short. Finally. Yeah. Was that around the time that he grew the Skinner beard? No, or no, he had the Skinner beard... With well, his see, right, that's yeah. fine. I'm just checking. He cut it short about a year ago. Oh, about WrestleMania. T- it was WrestleMania, weren't it? There it was you WrestleMania go, weekend. He cut it short, and it it was or it looked all right. Yep. And then he clearly hates it, so he's gone. Oh, let's just go full bald. Yeah. <laughs> which which he's looked in the mirror and gone. 
that were a mistake. How can I cover this up? Can I get a wig? No, let's get a bandana. Let's go to the Hulk Hogan school of cover-up. Yeah, but, no, but he's not even got a Hulk Hogan bandana, mate. He's got this weird thing that wraps around his forehead and then goes to the back of his head. You're like, if you had long hair, you'd, you'd put the bit that's at the back, you'd put your long hair over it, wouldn't you? Yeah. You're it's, like how X-Pac wears a bandana. It's basically a bandage, isn't it? Yeah. You, you know, like when Terry Butcher had the bandage when he bled from his head. <laughs> It's think, basically that. Do you think he cut himself when he was bicking? Oh, definitely. Bicking, bicking. He picked his head, did he? Bicking. <laughs> do they have bick in America? Oh, Is it bick? You might have know. one of those shaver cars that Cesaro advertised a few years ago. Maybe. Did you ever see that one? See, we need to be one of those podcasts that advertises like Dollar Shave Club or one of those ones because now we could do it. Well, no? No. Oh, you hate shaving though, don't you? You're morally yeah. opposed to it. Well, uh, I'm completely bald everywhere on my body apart from my beard. <laughs> Think about that, listeners. Please smooth like a newborn baby. <laughs> Please don't Shave make apart, our... uh, smooth apart from the shaving rash. <laughs> oh my god! Don't make our listeners think of that. They don't need that. So yeah, well, I'm obviously I'll tie into what we're talking about, which is Super Showdown and all that. But yeah, Shawn Michaels, the heartbreaking Shawn Michaels, is on his way back, isn't he? Yep. Well, so... he's not just Shawn Michaels. He's bringing DX back. Oh yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are no. you though? No, no, not, no. This yeah. is the worst thing about you in the last you decade. Tri- Triple H uh, had merch to sell because usually he's in his, uh, his full three-piece suit, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, this week he was in jeans and leather jacket with, with his brand new Triple H t-shirt that he ripped off to reveal the brand new DX t-shirt, which For I not. really liked. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Shawn Michaels had his brand new Shawn Michaels t-shirt, which he ripped off very gently, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly pre-cut. He ripped off to reveal his uh, brand new DX t-shirt. Because they've got two shirts each to sell. I just want to point out to anyone listening to this show who hadn't listened to us before and came on board for last week because I just checked the figures on it and I think it's going to end up being our most listened to show of all time. Because oh, it's, yeah. it's already at the level of our top listened show of the year. So, Brilliant. Um, this is what it's normally like, guys. Strap in. Stra- strap Brilliant. on? No, strap in. <laughs> oh. I thought, like, we were, I thought we were talking about the Shawn Michaels uh, Playgirl shoot for a second, <laughs> which, I, which new listeners I do have a poster of. Yeah, which although my dad, my dad bought me when I was about six. Yeah, which <laughs> if you realised in the advert, I cut that little section out of it to make the time for Twitter. Did you? Yeah, okay. um, in the middle of that advert that I did, because you've got a two minute twenty limit, um, I had to cut out like ten seconds, and that fit perfectly for the mention of the uh, Playbook Playgirl poster. Just. <laughs> Just in case anyone, it might affect any people listening going, I don't know about Shawn Michaels' Playgirl again. We've mentioned it about seven times already. <laughs> Cracking. This, this, you could tune into this every week. You don't have to, but you can. So, your choice, I mean, really. I've isn't never it? seen the full spread of the Shawn Michaels' Playgirl. Did you really have to use the word spread? <laughs> like, you know, Is that the worst picture of it? I don't know. He's I don't used, know. I that one post. Can we stop using the word spread in relation to Shawn Michaels being naked, please? He's got like, hair. What? He's got hair in that. A lot of hair. Oh, right, okay. You see a lot of his hair in that. He's not actually holding it tight. It's just matted in. <laughs> Splendid. Good, good. <laughs> Do you want to move on? Yes, very much so. There's a WWE, uh, WWE Network uh, Hardy Boys special on Halloween. It's set in the Broken Universe. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that, that should be good. Called, like, hashtag House Hardy or something. I'll, I'll say I'll watch that now, but I'll probably watch it maybe in January. Because I know what I'm like for watching stuff at the moment. <laughs> no, because it's Hardy Boys. You like you like the broken stuff. I do. Yeah, we did. he didn't want to do it before, and we, <laughs> you made him do it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he did. did make me do it. 
We reviewed. We made him watch TNA. We review it exactly. Twice. Twice you made me watch TNA. We should go back to TNA. You know the recently killed the kid on it. What? What? <laughs> the LAX OGs ran over a child on that on impact. What? What? <laughs> Genuinely, the child was called Richie. Eddie Kingston ran him over while trying to do a drive-by on the new LAX. Ah. Oh. That, that's the thing that happened on impact. With the new LAX, right? Uh, that's the best LAX though, isn't it? Yeah, they're like the new Blackjack. Exactly. Yeah, you, you the see, new you've everything seen them live is best. In a few yeah, I am actually. They're yeah, they come to progress. I was I was only mildly disappointed to discover it wasn't proper LAX. Yeah, what a code on. Yeah, oh, I'm proper excited. I, I love those two. I, I, I wanted Hernandez, hot stuff Hernandez. <laughs> That's who I wanted. I wanted him to do the border toss on people, <laughs> or homicides cop killer. Sorry, gringo killer, but it's killer with an A, so you know it's cool. Yeah, so it's fine. It's a bit exactly. like the other word with an A. And if you say it with an A, it's fine. <laughs> move on. Uh, yeah, let's let's move on, please. Let's definitely move on. Um, yeah, Chris Chris Jericho. So talk about New Japan. Yeah, let's do that, yeah. So uh, New Japan King of Pro Wrestling was this week. Um, the big things from the show was a new LIJ member being announced. People thought it was going to be Pac. No, it wasn't Pac, was it? I, I told them it wasn't going to be Pac. Wow. Two, two, so you two told everyone that thought it would be Pac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone I saw say, it's Pac, like, it's not going to be Pac. LIJ, like, they actually have connections between the members that has passed just the faction. Yeah, so it's not only packing Los Ingobernables, is it? No, it was Shingo. Shingo Who, off of you remember off of Ring of Honor that year? He literally like left he had his graduation ceremony with like his leaving ceremony for Dragon Gate like two days before this show. He just jumped companies. He's that's, been freelance for a while to be fair, but That's quite rare though, isn't it? Like even best people don't often although it's happening more and more now I've noticed. Mm. Even best people from like the rubbish promotions don't tend to jump forward they don't tend to go anywhere else they're very, yeah. usually very loyal yeah. like it was a big deal that Ishimori showed up in yeah. New Japan and it's an even bigger deal I'd say now that Shingo showed up in it yeah definitely because he was a big mainstay in um, Dragon Gate I mean like, he, like I said he has been freelance for about a year or so wrestling for Big Japan and companies like that quite a bit but pretty much doing deathmatch stuff Ah, and now he's uh, yeah I can see why he wants to get away from deathmatch stuff yeah, yeah. He, he was part of uh, Atsushi Anita's final match which He's come out of retirement at less than a year. Yeah. Did we mention that Takeshi Morishima came out of retirement? Did we mention that already? Yeah, we mentioned that last week, I think. Good. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's come yeah out Morishima retirement. just came out of retirement. I think retirement. we mentioned Morishima on yeah, the one PW show. Yeah, we did. Show. Yeah, on right. one PW show, wasn't he? Um, so, the next big thing that happened on the show was Kushida won the vacant junior title. He's now a six-time champion. Right, I'm going to plead ignorance here. How did it end up becoming vacant? What happened? Hiromu broke his neck. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember. Though they've never actually said he broke his neck, but that's what happened that's right it wouldn't happen in the American show yeah yeah I remember now yeah um, I actually forgot so yeah uh, Kushida beat Marty Skrull then so it was supposed to be Zack Sabre Jr. versus Evil yeah it was so Zack comes out does his promo with Takamichinoku and then Evil gets brought to the ring on a throne like, like held by druids and then as he gets down one of the druids attacks him um, wearing the Intercontinental title so he didn't need to take the mask off at this point we all knew who it was Um yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So Chris and I have him. a plan with Matt and Jude to go to Leeds, but it's only penciled in. Yeah. There you go. Um, For new listeners, he has to read out a text if he gets yeah, it. It's a rule. If the text if the text goes off and you can detect it on the mic, you've got to read it. So yeah. sorry about that, everybody. That's what it said. I won't tell you who it's from. So yeah, it was revealed to be Jericho attacking Evil uh, because Evil kept talking about him. Um, Is he just making money now, Jericho, of, oh, well, I don't want to do a wrestle, but... 
I will come and hit somebody in a funny costume. Yeah, that's pretty much what he does in New Japan. But uh, I read he might be a bound for glory. Yeah, there's been rumours going around a few weeks now that he's going to be an impact because the tie with Don Callis and all that. He was at bound for glory once before. Well, he was on... Sorry, he wasn't at. <laughs> You've got to be very clear about this. He was on bound for glory one year, wasn't he? He was. He was. Though when they, for some reason, yeah. picked Chris Jericho's band as the theme yeah. so they could go Chris Jericho on impact in a music video <laughs> so that match ended in a very rare forfeit where the referees aside evil wasn't able to compete Zack Sabre Jr was none too happy about this so he attacked every official and young lion who tried to get in the ring to help evil you see and, his little, little clip afterwards uh, where he said that um, stay on your boat playing your dad rock and we'll be alright is what <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr said to Chris Jericho yes Zack <laughs> get told I can't believe they flew him all the way to, America, to Japan to do a promo <laughs> That's what they've done. Like, I mean, they flew Jericho for even less, but well, yeah, exactly. Did yeah. they not do like a tour before they did this big show? Well, it's because of the American show. I don't think they've really been home since beginning of September because the Destruction tour happened, and what would normally be like the two weeks off before King of Pro Wrestling was instead filled with the American tour and doing loads of press and stuff. So they've not really had time off, but. So he, he's, they've all been pretty constant on the road. Jericho's utterly terrible response, by the way, was eat a sandwich, mate. Well done, Jericho. You've eaten yeah. about 35 yeah. sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. You've been eating too many sandwiches <laughs> and they've caved your chest in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, Jericho. So lucky. Will Ospreay is starting his move to heavyweight. He's challenging for the never open weight title against uh, Tai Chi. Right, but it's an open weight title. Yeah, but it's it's always been a heavyweight title, really. I think there's been one or two juniors in the past who've held it, but over recent years, it's been like the it's Ishii and Shibata and guys like that who've held it. Well, he has been involved in more heavyweight type matches lately, hasn't he? Yeah, they're, they're definitely like moving him that way. Um, Do you think they're hoping that that'll slow him down so he doesn't kill himself? Like, <laughs> I know that sounds way. mortal, but realistically. Look at the way he acts. Yeah, but no, he's got no, more but, solid bases now to work off of. Yeah, but they'll. Yeah, but he, heavyweights won't stand for his nonsense. If you get my drift. No, but heart, like the type of people who fight. Oh, don't get me wrong. Matches. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if he ends up with Kenny Omega, they're both going to die, <laughs> and Ibushi simultaneously. But like proper heavyweights won't stand for his. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really nonsense. excited for the day when yes. you get him versus Suzuki. Yeah, you just smack him in the face. Yeah. Has that happened in Red Pro or something? Uh, no, they've not been in the ring together. They, they've been in the ring together on New Japan shows, but not for Red Pro. All right, okay. Um, next, Jay White versus Tanahashi for the briefcase for the IWGP title contract. Jay White lost. Jay White lost Good. the match. But then after the match, attacked Tanahashi again. Okada came out and made the save, which is a massive deal considering their whole rivalry. Uh, Jado came out to stop Okada hitting Gado, which brought out the Bullet Club OGs. Yes. Which then led to Jay White joining the Bullet Club OGs. Right, how's that going to work? So, it's been a really weird bit of storytelling. Like at first, I was so like, "This okay. is the Wolf Pack." No, this is Hollywood, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah, it's, it's the, the elite. Re- the elite's the Wolf Pack because they're the cool ones. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So yeah. this is this is Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, there's an original guy in it, but really, you know, they're the rubbish ones. <laughs> so I know it's that completely different been... to the NWO, though. There's been loads of it weird hinting that no. Jay White was going to join Bullet Club all year. Yeah. That I never knew about it. The, the example I can remember is at New Year's Dash when Kenny Omega offered Jay White to join the Bullet Club and Jay White turned it down. Tamatonga in his post match said maybe the wrong guy offered him. 
Right. And apparently all year they've made little hints and stuff that there was Which a no time one's picked there. up on, so they must have been great hints. Yeah, but looking back now, it's one of those things where it's like it it's not necessarily Saw One and Two for the twist and it's like, oh that was really good and so it's more like Saw Three where it's like, Okay, the twist was good and you can kinda of see where they were going through it, but it was still kind of a bit out of nowhere. I'd still want them just to have a heel who's like not associated with faction. They just can't do it. They can't do it, can they? It's <laughs> Japanese like well, well, not... factions are. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a really weird time in New Japan because we've had a few years of all the factions kind of living harmoniously, and then they're like half of them are breaking down, apart from Lij who lost a member and then gained one. Because you know, like Survivor Series '97 and Gang Warfare. Yeah, that's what this is. I don't but like it. We haven't got a Lost Barikas yet, or uh, or Doa Doa. Yeah. Then uh, the favourites. Then there was the main event, which was Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi versus Cody Rhodes. It was a really good match, but it was weird having a freeway headline. Well, I think they had to put Cody in, didn't they? Because yeah. uh, they would have killed each other. Yeah, I mean, they still tried. There were yeah. some bits in the match where, like... But also, like, you had the IWGP heavyweight title, but you needed a more prestigious title. You needed yeah. the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, the £10 of gold! <laughs> Who holds that? Cody. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, this is only like the second time the IWGP title's been defended in a freeway. When was the first time? Um, Brock Lesnar was in one. Yeah? Was it against Nakamura? I feel like it was. Because he, he, he's, he's either wrestled him or he's been in a tag match with him. I, 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 think, I think it was, yeah. I don't think their match was a freeway. No, no. okay, Nakamura, right. Nakamura had the match with Brock that were singles, and then I think they had a tag afterwards. But uh, I can't remember what the last freeway was. It, it was. I feel like it was later than the Brock stuff. Okay, well, if we don't know for sure... I can't sure, remember for yeah. sure. It was, it's something like seven years or something like okay. that. But yeah, it's a really rarity to have a triple threat match. I think they wasted it, to be honest. They didn't... Well, they only had two weeks' builds. Well, there's the thing, like, if it's such a rare thing... And I'm not saying, like, a triple threat match is a massive draw. It's not like you're putting a cage on ring or it's a ladder match. But, like, for New Japan, for, for me, from watching it quite um as a more of a new fan of it um i've never seen them do a proper gimmick match on the title match does that make yeah. sense yeah it's right. a real rarity kaz fujita who was the iwgp champion versus brock lesnar versus masahiro chono okay and it was the one that brock lesnar the reason i remembered brock being in the match is because that's when he won the title oh. fujita was the champion i leveled yeah i've never heard of kaz fujita just saying He's on the thing at the beginning of the IWGP title matches. Ah, <laughs> oh, still didn't know. So, yeah, so, anyway, so it's like, they're not... The triple threat match is a gimmick match for this belt, you know? And I think that they wasted it by him just coming out and going, oh, yeah, I'll be at match, me. Yeah. Which is essentially what happened. Yeah. Um, Who took the pinfall? Kota Ibushi. Yeah, that Kenny makes Omega sense, because Cody Rhodes is champion. Yeah, Kenny Omega hit him with the uh, one-winged angel and pinned yeah. him. And then turned down being handed the belt to hold on to Ibushi at the end. Uh, then the show ended with Tanahashi coming out and officially making a challenge for Tokyo Dome. So we've got his Tokyo Dome main events set. So he's in. cashing in his money in the bank briefcase at Tokyo yeah, Dome. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, they've announced some shows for the November, some matches for the November show. The two main matches are Jericho defending the title against Evil. And oh, cheers, Jericho. Thanks for defending the title. Is this the first time you've done that, or you just want to wear a silly mask? So he was, he's, what, two months away from... There's only one big show before Tokyo Dome, and before that he needs to defend the title once. 
otherwise he'll get it stripped because they're actually strict about the sixth month rule. All right. Um, so he needed to defend it on this show. It's against Evil, and then the co-main is Naito versus Zack Saber Junior. So um, uh, um, uh, oh, what's it called? Wrestle Kingdom. Will yeah. he be facing Naito, Jericho? Because I think he so. attacked Naito, and then nothing's happened about Naito. Like. Just, well, what, he, he won the, the title. He won the title from Naito, didn't he? And then no, um, sorry, not Naito. He, yeah, no, he, no, he, he didn't. He won the title from. He, he won the title. Oh, from, uh, no, Naito. hold on. Who am I thinking of then? Who did he attack? Who else did he attack? Omega. That's who it was. That's for the. Cruise. But that's for the cruise. I'm getting yeah. me. I'm getting me wires crossed. Sorry. So who do you think Jericho's going to defend his belt against? And if he's still champ, I, I think he's going to retain. But I could see it being Naito because Naito hasn't really got a match for Wrestle Kingdom yet. But then I feel like they've got something to do with Zack because they could have easily had an evil beat Zack in that match and then Jericho attack him afterwards. But instead, yeah. they went the way they did. And they actually do a really good job of protecting Zack. Like, normally in matches when he gets beat down, he get he gets the win, and that like which is rare for a heel. And then also the matches where he's not in control... Like, Matches where he is in control, he's a dominant guy, and it's the other person squeaking out a win against him. Okay. So they do protect him a lot, which makes me think he's going to have a big match at Tokyo Dome. Would Zack Sabre Jr., if he won, would he be the first Inter British Intercontinental Champion? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I Unless MVP's be. from Britain, then yeah, he would. Well, MVP was the first Intercontinental Champion, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. I know, but I'll, I'm trying to remember a foreign. I'm almost 100 percent certain, and okay. I don't even know New Japan. But I'm almost 100 percent certain that, like, until Zach came, there's pretty much no one British that's anywhere near it. Okay. I feel like you know it I mean? might be Zach versus Ishii at Wrestle Kingdom for the Rev Pro title, because they actually do build Rev Pro stuff on New Japan big shows now. Yeah, like they built up to. When's the Rev Pro t- TV show coming on? Uh, it's next week, I think. Is it? Is it next week? Yeah, it's it's week after Global Wars, so yeah, it's next week. Okay. So depending when we record, we might be talking about first episode next week. Yeah, it depends if we can get hold of it because uh, some free spot. Yeah, but we, uh, I work shifts, mate. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and if it's not on demand, then I struggle to watch it. But yeah. Crack in, right? Um, a lot of our news ties into Super Showdown. Is there anything else we want to talk about before Super Showdown? No, I don't think so. No? Do wanna, should we do a break or should we just not do a break? Yeah, let's do a break. All right, let's do a break. The Royal Grumble Podcast. You can't slander the dead. Welcome back to the bloody Royal Grumble, mate. We're shooting wrestling news right <laughs> up your butt hole. All right? <laughs> That's, well, that sounded like the Australi- the uh, South, South African guy on Atletico Mints. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would never reference other podcasts. That's not what I literally just did just now. Yeah. Talk about Super Showdown in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. I'd have called it Chaz Wazza. Uh, most of my points of reference for Australia are that one episode of The Simpsons where they go to Australia, and the, which I'm pretty confident offended all of Australia. So. Is that the one where Bart Simpson gets a boot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. the one where some, By the way, someone in the crowd. Start with that straight away. You saw the you saw the flag, didn't you? Yeah. I said, Great. I, I think I sent it to you, both of you guys. Yeah. Marvelous. Thank you, Australia, for that moment. Already fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, big bloody cricket ground. Bloody cricket ground. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably dip in and out. So, if you are Australian, I apologise in advance. It's really not very good, but it's fun to do. 
So. They work with the royal family sat ringside for this. What? The royal family. Right. When they do a big show like this. What, Jim Royal in Barbara? Yeah. Hey, make a cup of tea, Barb. Yeah. No, He's I meant like uh, Steve Irwin's widow and... <laughs> what? Well, they're king and queen. They were king and queen of Australia, weren't they? No. No? Does that's that mean Stingray took works. his place? Steve. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Steve was the prime minister. Everybody knows that. Oh, okay. and, he, and he used to sit naked in a big yellow, a big rubber ring in the middle of the lake, and he'd be like, Oi! Mr. Prime Minister! Steve! And he'd be like, All right, mates, with a big tin of Fosters. Yeah. Fosters. Good call. Such. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're offending an entire country. That's good. I don't think we get many Australian listeners. No, so. no. Well, if we didn't before, we definitely well, uh, don't now. It's because it's they're not allowed podcasts in prison. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, uh, first match, mate. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say any of these things if I thought they had the internet. <laughs> <laughs> first match was the New Day against the bar. Right. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. <laughs> setting the bar so low, it's bloody down under, mate. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Bar are quite over in Australia. Everyone was over on their entrances on Australia, I've got to say. Yeah. Like, quite a lot of noise. These yeah. shows feel like, if you're there live, they feel like they'd be a massive deal and you would get really into everything. But watching them on TV, they are just like over-glorified house shows with a few extra bits on. Which is true, but if they're like, yeah. if they brought anything to Wembley, like, we'd lap it off. Yeah, like, so, even... Yeah. I, I had a dream, a legit dream. Oh, right? yeah. not, not Martin Luther King, but I had a dream that um, they did bring... A WWE show to the UK, right. right? But in my dream, I didn't see the show. It was they announced it, and we were going to get tickets for it. So I rang you both. We were on a conference call, okay. And, uh, and basically, you guys refused to get tickets because the show was at Bramble Lane. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. It's not wrong. No. <laughs> If I'm completely honest, I would I would have got, I would go to Bramall Lane for a WWE show. Right. As would long you, as we could you, sit in the way end. I was like, would yeah. you do a pool on the centre circle? No. <laughs> I have actually been to the only time I've ever been to Bramall Lane for anything other than well actually I've only ever been once and I did sit in the way end and it was England against Scotland under twenty ones. You used to live near Bramall Lane, didn't you, Dan? Yeah. And um Scotland got beaten six nil. Six nil. Jordan Archer was a Scotland goalkeeper, I remember, because <laughs> He lobbed the ball out to Connor Wickham, who just volleyed it over his head. <laughs> that were, that happened. So good, yeah. Could that have been the time of Connor Wickham? No, I mean it wouldn't him? have been long after, though. Yeah, he wouldn't have been actually there, but he wouldn't be long. I'm, after. I'm just trying to figure out the time scale in my head. I, in my head, I was just like, whilst I was there, I was like, well, at least at least that's a Wednesday player, a former Wednesday player, scored at Bramall Lane, so <laughs> that's fine. It was a cracking review of the Bar versus New Day. Yeah, Next good. Match. Yeah. Next match was Charlotte Flair the, versus Becky Lynch. Yeah, the women's title match: Stone Cold Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Um, so, who's more over now? Who's more of a face now? Is it? Uh, Charlotte, sorry, is it Becky Lynch or is it Conor McGregor? Uh, because Conor's done the old face turn by not being a mental who flies into the crowds this uh, time. Yeah, but weren't he I mean, racist? Yeah, this time. He, he kinda, oh, yeah, he's a terrible <laughs> human being. Awful. <laughs> he baited but, him into doing that and yeah, went, but, oh, look at what the crazy man's doing. Right. So, hold on. You're taking the mental guy who flew into the crowd's side on this. I mean, not, I think they're both as bad as each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take well, the no, side right. of the guy who trains with a uh, Chechenian dictator who kills gay people. No. So, I'll, I'll say Did this much. Did we have to say allegedly about that? No, no, he, he 
I, he, he's proud of the fact he does that. Yeah, he also talks to people and says there's no such thing as gay people. So the Chechen dictator, not, not Khabib. Okay. But anyway, um, no, I, not that we're an MMA podcast, but no, Connor's a terrible person, but what what They've both what got Khabib, faults. What Khabib did was bad and is not the same thing, even though he yeah. thinks it is. In his head, he's going, what's the problem? Connor attacked a boss. And I'm like, yeah, he wasn't in front of everybody in an arena, though. So, yeah. and he did go to, he did go to court. Let's not forget <laughs> that, right? Let's just throw that out there. He's like, what's the problem? Well, the problem is he went to court. You you could easily go to court. You won't, but that's not the point. The, the best part about that. Anyway, who's was... more of a face, Becky Lynch or Connor? <sighs> It's Becky, uh, Lynch, Becky Lynch just because she's an actual face, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and because Conor McGregor wasn't really part of the thing. Well, he brought Drake to the cage side, and Drake's face in the photo of Con- of Khabib drop kicking one of Conor's teammates was brilliant. Maybe maybe Drake thought he was going to hit him right in his feelings. Oh, that's the reference for the kids. See, is I know. it? You're down yeah. with kids, aren't you? Yeah, I am yeah. down with them. Yeah, I only know one Drake song. The well, oh, two. I know two now because I think we've had this conversation before, and you told me the second one. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hotline Bling is a Drake yeah. song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know that. Do you know one. when Khabib <laughs> flew through the air and kicked the person? Yeah. Did he shout "Yeet"? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, we got we got all oh, yeah. all the street references. We're hip and hopping happening, <laughs> kids with it. But that's kids with a Z. If anyone can actually tell us what "Yeet" means, genuinely, yeah, we're tw- still a bit. Can you tweet the "Yeet"? Hashtag tweet the "Yeet." So that was an excellent uh, review of Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Yeah, Be- Becky, Becky lost by disqualification. We'll have we'll have more to say about this next match because it was Bobby Lashley and John Cena versus Elias and Kevin Owens. Bobby Lindsay. Where do you want to start? Right, Elias you know where he starts. Out a bit of ACDC. No, well, yeah, okay, we could start with Elias and his guitar playing, or he, he had to, Kevin Owens' little promo. He went back to pretending he didn't really know how to play guitar afterwards and started yeah. messing up chords again after he knocked out the. Which we can do all bit. that, but we can or we can talk about the actual most important thing. Which is definitely John Cena's hair, right? <laughs> we know everyone else has done it. Too bad. This is our turn, right? And this goes down under. JBL, <laughs> just JBL. I tweeted it. I said, "Why is JBL in jorts?" We got a few retweets. Yeah, that's and likes. how I Thank found you. out the show was on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I genuinely just didn't realise. And then I, my phone started popping up with all his notifications saying, "So and so liked." Why is JBL wearing jorts? Right. I was like, what? Sixth move of doom. Yeah, that little punch thing. Is it Hadiken? No, he said something, didn't he? But he didn't say a hadiken. He Did said, he? Do you remember when Kenny Omega used to use a hadiken? When he yeah. was good, not not this new Kenny Omega. Is that when he was wrestling blow-up dolls? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and little girls. And when he was at uh, Wolverhampton Civic Hall for Independence Day that was run by Trent Seven. Oh, yeah. Trent Seven gave me free tickets for that. Trent, if you're listening... Um, he's, I didn't, not, he's not listening. Okay. I didn't really win a competition. My mates just brought me in for free. <laughs> <laughs> and you were annoyed at the front. You went, oh, God, not more people who are coming in for free. I'm like, yeah, well done, mate. <laughs> Did I come in for free with you? No, 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 you had to pay. No, I didn't buy a ticket. I don't think you went. Did you go? I went to the second night because that was the first Must time I've seen Kenny Omega. No, maybe, they, maybe they just let you in, frankly, because like, yeah. remember the, the whole thing was booked for the Wolverhampton Civic Hall, which is like 1,500 seat or what, and then they had to move it to the small bit. Oh, it's okay. like a little callback to 1PW last week, isn't it? So, like, you know, yeah. we're, we're carrying the story on. In Trent Seven's pre-match amble at Fight Club the other week, he talked a lot about Independence Day. And did like, he? genuinely said, like, the lessons they learned from that was what made Fight Club Pro so good because they learned what, how not to do things. Yeah, basically, don't just assume it's all going to work fine. Yeah. Did he mention at all his mate who was racist? Yeah, he actually told that story in did the he? ring to a, a packed Wrestle House 3.0. Oh, wait, yeah. what did he say about his mate who came out and went, hello, the Chinese guys aren't here about the New Japan wrestlers? He, he just went, yeah, sacked him. <laughs> yeah, he literally, by the, by the second night, Trent was the ring announcer. <laughs> 
good story. That was an excellent review. (laughs) (laughs) No, but so yeah, John Cena's hair is a bit weird looking in it, and he's he started getting that like old man neck. I think that's the way of saying. This match was terrible. It was. Bobby Lashley can't do a leapfrog, right? Yeah, it's well, why do you want him to do a leapfrog? Well, though? don't do it. Yeah. Or right, do it or don't do it. But don't half do it and fail. It's a leapfrog. Just pretend to be solid. Yeah. There's tons of people so excited for Bobby Lashley coming back. Who? Like you? No, like I want. You see... were like, oh, you were good in TNA. No one's good in TNA. No, but I wanted to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Do you now? No. No. <laughs> He seems to have just Did you after the very first again. night? After the very first night that Bobby Lashley came back with his headband and his generic music and his stalling suplex where he nearly fell over, <laughs> did you then want to see Bobby Lashley against Brock Lesnar? I wanted to see him try and pick Brock Lesnar up, Brock Lesnar sandbagging and punching him in the face a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that ha- match is happening somehow. No. Unless, you, unless the, the king of Saudi Arabia is like, hey, you know who I like? Bobby Lashley. <laughs> What's uh, Bobby Lashley's new manager called again? Leo Rush. Yeah, Leo Rush. I did like that they said, oh yeah, Leo Rush didn't make the flight. <laughs> <laughs> not paying for Leo Rush. No. You're not bringing him over. John C- Bobby Lashley's just meat so that John Cena doesn't have to take a bump. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's literally what happened. John Cena's promo after was longer than the offence in the ring. Yeah. Is that, I don't know what the future holds. No idea what might happen. Monday night, John Cena will be in the, <laughs> in the WWE World Cup. Do you think he might go to the finals of that? Mm, depends who else is in depends, it. No, it doesn't. I'll tell you what it depends on. Go on. Money. Bunce. Nice yeah. little Bunce. Bunce and Burner. Nice little Burner. Who's going to go to the front of the WWE World Cup? I'll tell you who's going to go. Uh, whoever the prince wants. Yeah. Which means uh, that... Uh, oh, no, he's dead as well. I was going to say... What? Hiroki Renegade. Sumi. No, he's not dead. No, I was going to say, because he wanted Ultimate Warrior and found out he was dead. Then yeah. they could get Renegade, but he's, a de- he's dead too. I think most warriors are dead. Yeah, like yeah, one half of the road warriors. Exactly, there's an animal that's alive, isn't it? Is yeah, Heidenreich also, dead? Uh, no. Okay. Not that I know of, but he might have done a Perry Saturn and just like... Droz isn't dead, but... So... From the neck up. I know that Perry Saturn isn't actually dead, but like, you know, he got a face tattoo, so dead to me. Yeah. Great, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, yeah. we're giving this show the same type of effort that they gave it creatively, really. Yeah, but this is, I feel like this is a good show for us to just like get his mojo back a bit, innit? And yeah. just like, like have a bit of a laugh rather than actually review the show. Well, let's be honest, that's basically what they did. Like, the yeah. wrestlers in the ring, they were like, yeah, get paid a yeah. decent amount. Yeah. Well, next up was uh, the Iconics versus Asuka and Naomi. Yeah, there's Asuka and Naomi in a throwaway tag match. Do, do you know if they actually do a women's tag division? I quite like the pairing of Asuka and Naomi. Yeah, why? I don't know. There was something about it. I think it's because Asuka were doing that dance at the top of the stage, and then Naomi kind of did her little dance. And I think if Asuka had some like glow in the dark stuff on, so it matches Naomi. There was a thing, you know, with all the UV lights, and yeah. Asuka wears that thong over the top of her shorts. Yeah, it made the shorts invisible, so it like she was just out there in a thong. Well, well I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not misogynistic <laughs> like Dan is, but yeah. like, I don't treat women like objects like Dan does. I mean, um, new listeners. Yeah. <laughs> You know they can just go back and listen to anything, right? Yeah, but they're not going to, though. No. The OPW shows when it all started for them. Yeah, that's true. Women can't use computers. What? <laughs> right, hold on, man. Whoa. Can we have a misogyny jar? Because uh, it'd be paying into that as well. Wrestling misogyny. <laughs> Bloody hell. The Iconics won. That was quite nice for them, wasn't it? Yeah, it's reverse world. They were down under, so they were doing Bizarro World and letting people win in the hometowns, but kind of. Like, in hometowns like this, they're paying a bit more money, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Australia must have paid the money, and, and plus, like, they're withheld not Jim, any bootings. They're not Jim Ross. Well, they? considering they cut off part of the ending of the show to show an advert for Melbourne, I think the tourist board does have a part in this show. Well, I think they might do. Yeah. Well, otherwise, why are they doing the show? Let's be honest. Yeah, there was free adverts for Melbourne in this. Um, yeah, picture. think how many adverts there were for the beautiful city of Jeddah. Yeah, I don't remember. Which, which I now refer to as the beautiful city of Jeddah. <laughs> <laughs> which I bet you were gutted when you found out that the next one was in Riyadh. Is that the beautiful city of Riyadh? I will we'll find out, mate. They've moved the show as well. What? Because it was supposed to be at the King Riyadh International Stadium. King, yeah. King, yeah. It's now at the international like hall. It's it's in the small stadium next door now. No, it was it was meant to be in the King Fard Stadium, oh. which is the one that was in FIFA. Yeah, but they've moved they, they've it, moved it yeah. to the smaller. Arena I didn't now. know they'd moved it. Okay. Yeah. Why? I guess it's not drawn as well. Yeah, but surely isn't Alpha it just Royal le- family's not say, isn't it like legally compulsory compulsory to go to it or something? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think it's just like yeah, the royal family probably just don't want to go. Well. Probably do though, because like otherwise, why would they be there at all? We'll make some of the. Why would Sean Michaels be coming out of retirement? Right, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, whoever is the member of the royal family that likes wrestling is definitely going. Because otherwise, why would Sean Michaels be coming out of retirement? Ten other mil, than apparently. that's that Saudi money, y'all. Is he getting ten million? Apparently so. Oh, the things I would do for ten million. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you could say anything now, and I would do it for ten million. Think of the worst thing. Think of it. We can't, <laughs> can't say the worst things. Say it, say it. Go on, say no. it. No. The next I, match I don't was... want to shoot to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting anything from this. The next match was... I don't remember what match was AJ Styles talking about now. versus Samoa Joe, which right. was actually quite a good match. <laughs> yeah, not bad, yeah. No DQ, no count out. I especially no, like... Co- no consequence, because we knew the title weren't going to change hands in Australia. Yeah. yeah. I, I especially like the spot yeah. where um, Samoa Joe was injured and, and AJ Styles calmly went over, picked up the referee, moved him out of the way, and then turned around Samoa Joe. Just like, yep, you're mine now. I quite like that moment. I thought it's the best bit of storytelling. Uh, this, actually, this whole story's been pretty good. I quite like Psycho Samoa Joe doing his Hey Wendy bit. It has been pretty good. The only problem with it, of course, is that Samoa Joe hasn't won the title. Yeah. Which, um, I mean... He never wins these feuds. No, but more to the point, you know that... You, do you know how it's all going down now? I, because I saw it figured out the other day, What's and that? I know exactly how it's all going down now. No. Right, so AJ Styles, you can pretty much write off AJ Styles losing the title um, until well, a specific date. Is he wrestling Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania? Is that what you're saying? Um, I'd love to say that's the case, and maybe he is. I don't okay. know about that. That's not. Oh what no, I'm I know. I know what it's going to be. I know exactly yeah. what it is. Right, so see if you can guess then. Uh, well, I, I know. I know. But it. you know. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Okay. See if you can guess. Why is AJ? St- why do I know that AJ Styles isn't going to re- lose the title in any time in the foreseeable future? He's going to beat CM Punk's record. Got it in one, my yes. friends. So yeah. CM Punk's record is 434 days, right? Yes. On uh, January the 25th, um, AJ Styles will surpass that record. When do you think the Royal Rumble is? I'm guessing the day after. January the 27th. Okay. So there you go. So it's a Royal Rumble that AJ Styles loses the title. So you can you can write at, at this point, having known how far he's gone, you can write off any title change from now until then. Yeah, because they like doing stuff like that, don't they? Well, like for for title things because when Lesnar left they rushed the belt onto Randy Orton so he was the youngest world champion yeah basically it's any sort of spite that they can throw out they will (laughs) so next up was the Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey defeating the Riot Squad did you see Daniel Bryan having a bit of a I mean moan sort of on Twitter Uh, 
I saw it, but I, uh, he's kind of thinking he has got a bit of a point. Yeah, I know, but it, like, just it, don't do it. It was quite it. funny him going, look at all these people I've injured and you never made fun of me. <laughs> and I, 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 whilst he was talking about it, I was going, I thought you were an idiot to do these things, so <laughs> frankly, don't headbutt a post, you moron. Yeah. And yeah. don't let Nigel McGuinness headbutt a post and get hepatitis or whatever he got. <laughs> Did he you get idiot. hepatitis from a headbutt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but blood and that, innit? <laughs> got post... Post hepatitis. I don't know. Just like I, I was reading it and going, "All oh, your stupid doesn't doesn't make her competent." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just. You know, I'm not saying he didn't have some points, but just don't rise and, above and, it. And she is an awful wrestler. She isn't good. Yeah, let's be honest, right? Regardless of whether you consider her unsafe or anything, let's disregard that for the time being. Yeah. She's not very good. They played up to the spot that in that Liv Morgan got injured on on Raw last night, where she went to do the S kicks and Liv Morgan very quickly jumped up and took her down and started punching her. Cracking, yeah. So the, this was them working together with Ronda Rousey, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So turns out they didn't turn on her at all, did they? Best mates. Ah, till Raw. <laughs> like, well, we're not doing it for you bloody Australians, yeah, bloody criminal nation. Get it back in America. Now we do the turn. Here's the money for... So, what do we reckon? Um, triple threat or just a straight Ronda against it, Nikki? They've announced that it's, it's Nikki versus Ronda. Ah, that's better. With Brie I never Bonnie. thought we'd get to the point where Nikki was clearly going to be a better worker than Brie, but I don't know why. In my head, like, a while back, Brie was better, but I think I've just... I think that's a bit of a, you know, misremembering. Well, yeah, good, If maybe. you think about it logically as well, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, Nikki was with John Cena and Breeze with Daniel Bryan. But out of those two, who's more likely to take the time to teach their other half some stuff? Whereas John, like John Cena's too busy in his like smoking room or whatever. Um, Daniel Bryan will spend time at gym wear and everything and teaching the moves and stuff. So you expect her to get better learning from Daniel Bryan. But instead, just symbiotically, Nikki Bell's become better. Daniel, Daniel Bryan, I'm pretty confident, though, has said that he's not a very good teacher. I'm pretty yeah. sure he said that in his own book. About when he was the head trainer at Ring of Honor, he was like, "I don't think I'm a very good teacher." Well, in the um, in that documentary he did with Colt Cabana, when they turned up to a training school, he was like, "I hate doing these." Yeah, I hate them. I reckon part of it is just because he's one of those people that like, instead of being able to teach something, he just wants to do it himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's not teaching. That's yeah. What's doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not the same thing. So yeah, that's that's your headline for the first ever women's pay per view. In this match, I was actually quite surprised at how good Liv Morgan was in it. Well, considering she like got her lights knocked out, yeah, a few weeks ago, well, yeah, and considering like a few months ago, she was quite bad. She she has improved a lot. Um, I mean, Ruby Riot's been good for a while. Sarah Logan weren't that good on the Indies, but when she went to NXT, got a lot better, a lot quicker. But yeah, I was quite surprised by Liv Morgan. Next up was what I thought was the best match of the show. What was that? Buddy Murphy winning the Cruiserweight Championship from Cedric Alexander. I this, thought this match was great. This is, so why did they have this random New Japan match in the middle of <laughs> like a whole super showdown? <laughs> That's what it's like, though, wasn't it? It's yeah. like, it does amuse me that obviously no one's seen 205 Live for ages, apart from you know Buddy Murphy's family, and um, if they have on internet. And um, <laughs> suddenly it's like, oh my God, it turns out these guys are doing really good matches, which I've heard they were doing ages. But... Yeah. You know that if they put them on Raw, they'd have one week of doing this, and then it'd be back to like two minutes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ten man tags. Yeah. In, you've got five minutes. Go out there. <laughs> go and do flips. Yeah, this match was really, really good. Like Buddy Murphy's infinitely better than he was in it. Yeah, he was good in tag team in NXT, but as a solo guy, he was absolutely brilliant. It's actually a genuine, real shame for him that he's gone down to the cruiserweight division because if I think if he found out he was this good, they probably wouldn't have stuck him in the cruiserweight division. <laughs> It was the cool thing about as well that both of these guys started off at like two hundred and fifty pounds when the division was first announced, and Cedric Alexander lost a ton of weight to get in the tournament, and then Buddy Murphy lost the weight later to get down to it. Yeah, I bet they're really glad they did that now, and now they're such good workers that they're stuck in this tournament on this purple show, which shows on a Wednesday before NXT, <laughs> uh, whilst you know other people, mind you, other people get to be Connor and Victor. So, yeah, who's the real winners? Yeah. At least you're on a show. Next up was The Shield, defeating Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I think that's a good review of the match. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, like... yeah it was, it, it was, it, this was a house show main event, wasn't it? Yeah. Like This was a purely house show main event. One cheese for old... <sighs> Or what? actually, yeah, the, the Dean Ambrose stuff was quite good. Yeah, one cheese for old Bulldog face. Which is still better than, you know, Stinks of Pee. So, you know, his, yeah. his, his nickname's improved at least. Just one grumpy looking. Uh, one tease for like, oh, maybe they're going to have a fight. Maybe they're going to have a fight. And then they don't. But at least that's all over now. You know, they put to bed any unrest they had. And they'll live happily ever after. Yeah, the production of when it looked like Braun Strowman Oh, wait, hold was on. Gonna... Sorry. Um, on Raw, they're back to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when Braun Strowman was going to run Dean Ambrose through the guardrail. And then, out of nowhere, Roman Reigns dives across and takes out Braun Strowman and himself to save Dean Ambrose. The way that was shot was kind of perfect. Like nice. that, that bit of the match I was quite impressed with, but it was a house show main event. Do you know the way that WWE storytelling is, and they're basically going, oh, Dean Ambrose is going to turn on him? Do you think this is going to lead to either Seth turning again or Roman turning on him? Uh, Roman's never turning. It's not going to be Roman <laughs> turning, is it? So, probably be Seth. Because cause they don't really do that obvious, like where they're going, oh, Dean's going to turn, Dean's going to turn, then Dean does turn. They usually say, oh, it's Dean, it's Dean, and then it's somebody else, isn't it? Either that or they do, and it's probably more likely this, where they go, oh, I was, I was going to turn, but now we're better than ever, and then a week later he turns anyway. Yeah. And it's just, you know when it's lost all its steam. Yeah. They're just doing Sasha and Bailey with them. Yeah. Sasha's off telly, isn't she? She's injured, apparently, yeah. Is she? She must be a bit gutted about the whole, like... Women's pay per view thing, yeah, probably. Yeah, I remember, like if you imagine, there's, well, I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit. Well, we'll talk about it now. Why not? So there's, uh, you know, the Mickey James against Lita match and the Trish Stratus against Alexa Bliss match. Yeah. Well, they merged them now to make them a tag match, which I think really. Yeah, but I I, I saw your reaction to that as like, oh, that's not as good, but I think it probably is better. Do you, you think? Well. Right, other than the Royal Rumble, when have them two wrestled in the last five, six, seven? Yeah, but... But you can hide it a bit better in a tag match, can't yeah, you? Yeah, but I, I wanted a train wreck. Did you? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I was genuinely looking forward to Lita only just hitting a moonsault and going, oh, God, because I thought she broke a neck. Well, I'll tell you what, if you watch Raw, you'll you'll particularly enjoy that then. Yeah, every, t- every time she does a moonsault, I just think, oh... Because just... she's never been very good at doing a no, moonsault. So don't do them then. No. All I'm thinking Ironic, about. considering that S.A. Rios is supposed to be the one who taught her, and he like does the most picture-perfect moonsault you've ever seen in the li- in your yeah, life. And I mean, yeah. like including Kurt Angle's moonsault, which is infamously great. S.A. Rios's is better to the point where 
they made it a separate move on one of the games. Was it SmackDown 2? Yeah. It's a separate move because it's just better than other moonsaults. And Lita learned it from in, and she what she learned is, just go in with your head. Which I mean... <laughs> Did my Hardy teacher have to do a moonsault? Oh, boo, you, you've had her. Take Night that, Lita. Oh, you've had her. No, it was Danny Doring. Anyone else that she's had sexual intercourse with. Ah, take that, Lita. God. We're not we're not usually like this. Well, I Dan am. is. Oh, I am as well. Oh, we're back yeah. to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, next up was Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. This was weird, wasn't it? Well, <laughs> right. Yes. But if they are planning on continuing this feud, which I assume they are, I kind of like it. Yeah. I, I, it, I, I it like, felt accidental. It did. Yeah. But, I agree. But I don't think it was. I I think like the I, I don't know like there was just something about it where they had the music queued up and the the I don't know like Daniel Bryan reacted naturally and he don't like he, he usually smirks and doesn't it like yeah he's terrible yeah, at, like reacting like, to anything yeah so I, I feel I feel like it was planned and I don't mind it to be honest because like it has that element of unpredictability and yeah it was a big show in the sense that it had a big crowd but it wasn't really a big show. Do you know what I mean? So like, like it was WrestleMania, it was a blow-off. And realistically, you still haven't got what you wanted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, like, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't beat him up. Exactly. What you want is, you want Daniel Bryan to beat him up and win. Yeah. Right. He's won, fine. And it's like, oh great, he's won. Ah, take that, The Miz. And it's like, yeah, but, I mean, it was still... like the, the Miz has got that thing where he can say, well, it was a fluke. Yeah. And even though you know the whole point is, no, Daniel Bryan's supposed to be the best... Miz will just trumpet that and it, it works with it. So I think if you're gonna continue to seed this feud, they've 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 nailed that. Yeah. Because yeah. Daniel Bryan did need to get an upper hand on him, I feel. No. But this does mean that um Daniel Bryan is facing AJ Styles at uh Crown Jewel. Yeah, which I hope will be a good match. It should be. Hmm. I saw someone re- they reckon that this match must be happening because the Prince reckoned they want this match as well. So Otherwise, why do you have this match? We need to find yeah. some oil so we can just start booking dream cards. There was a uh, <laughs> there was a graphic. Someone tweeted out a whole bunch of graphics for this show, the Crown Jewel show, and most of which have been right. But this one was listed as a fatal four way, with Joe and with Miz in it. So as I guess there's still so chance. I mean, we were, we're recording as SmackDown is sort of going on. Yeah. So. There's still a chance that it might be added by now. I kind of hope they don't get added. Yeah. I, I quite. I, have they had a singles match on in WWE? They had it? one on SmackDown the first week that Daniel Bryan came back. Yeah. But uh, it got it. Uh, something happened. Yeah. Someone got like attacked or whatever. I've just had an idea. You know about Yusuf finding some oil money. Next week, I don't. Know if, I don't know if it'll be a big feature or if it'll just be like a throwaway thing. We should all come up with what one each. Our own dream card if we had unlimited money. All right. To... Oh, I, I was just going to ask you both if you could book one match now. If you had oil, no, no, let, no. Let, let, let's let's do a card. So, like, right, it, so, so you pick the venue, you pick the name of it, and you pick the card, and you you you've got unlimited money, so you can book anyone. Okay. All right, we'll do that. Yeah. Maybe not next week, but sometime soon. Yeah, sometime no, well, around Crown Jewel. Like. Yeah, around Crown Jewel. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I've already got my my idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a point. No, oh god, nobody's mentioned. They've got this whole all women's pay per view. Nobody's mentioned all men's pay per view at Crown Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> How has no one brought that up? 
Good. When's International Men's Day? It's equal. Oh. <laughs> Careful, Richard Harris will be on you. We don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, men have got to be really careful nowadays. <laughs> oh, God. Don't, don't. Um, I so, just found out this week that Graham Linehan's a terrible person, by the way. Oh, when that story came out where the police said, we've um, warned a 50-year-old man yeah. in Norfolk, yep. and then people put two and two together, went, Graham Linehan lives in Norfolk, and yep. a 50-year-old has been saying some awful things about trans people recently. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. Seen, yeah. <laughs> Official yeah. warning from the police. And he said about... Who is that? The writer, the writer of... Father uh, Ted's... Yeah. Oh, okay, right. IT grand stuff. Basically, it turns out he's just a bad person. Yeah. I say a bad person, just a nasty person. Yeah. I don't think he's killed anybody. It's that thing, it's like whenever I find like a cool like Swedish and Norwegian band that I like, I'll never read up on them because I know their politics will be awful. Yeah. It's always the same. It's all because they're... Bloody Scandinavians. <laughs> yeah, for how socialist their countries are, quite racist as well. They're really into that whole purity of the race type stuff. It's, what, Aryans? Oh. I'm surprised to find that. A country full of blonde hair, blue-eyed people. Yeah, why yeah. would they be into purity? Next match? Uh, next match was the main event where Triple H defeated The Undertaker in 14 minutes. Apart from that, they played the match at half speed. So it was actually 27 and a half minutes. Right. <laughs> well, can I point out that I I actually quite enjoyed this match. <laughs> I thought it was great. I loved it. <laughs> I, I made the comment to you. If I didn't know my internet was working perfectly, and I because I, I didn't watch this match live... I'd have thought there was a problem with the feed and it was going half speed because even Triple H was like, like the only way you could tell that it was just them being slow is the amount of blown spots in the match where Shawn Michaels would be stood there waiting for the Undertaker to get in position and the Undertaker would eventually turn around ex- absolutely exhausted five minutes match and go, oh yeah, here we go. And Shawn Michaels would do something and the Undertaker would swipe at him like half arsedly and just, oh. I just, I just like, they just, they straight up did, with one exception, which is probably the dive that he would have done, right? They did the match they would have had a decade ago, even though they clearly can't do that match anymore. They just did it. I went, it don't matter. It's Australia. Who cares? We'll just do it. And if it's bad, who's bothered? No one's going to see it. Exactly. And, you know, the prince won't see it. He'll be there giving us the money when we, uh, when we get to the tag match. By the way, I thought of something. Okay, so... For the Australian show, uh, whoever's in charge of paying, whatever, made a donation to Kane's like charity or whatever, yeah. didn't they? Can you accept Saudi money if you're a government official? Well, uh, Bush government did. Right, but this is my point. Like, can you explicitly accept money to go? Don't worry, it's me under a mask. It's not Glenn Jacobs. It's Kane. <laughs> Maybe he'll just do this for free. Well, I assume officially it'll be for free. Yeah. But then you're he'll not... get a bonus well, in, the, in his check. You're not telling me Did you not that see he's Fahrenheit nine eleven. American government's built on Saudi money. Well, perhaps it is, but not like officially. Like George Bush wasn't wrestling in front of like <laughs> sixty thousand people. Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, I, I, yes, I, I can. See, I'd be more excited about that than Shawn Michaels coming back. Well, like genuinely, just out of the. Freak show factor. Yeah. Uh, the comment I was going to make is it's kind of ironic that the Undertaker has spent nearly 30 years playing dead man because he actually looks like a bloated corpse now. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really depressing. <laughs> I mean, this... this uh, No, I thought this match was hilarious. I thought it was great. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons. Yeah, it was... But it was brilliant. Especially the little turn at the end. I'm like, yeah. oh my I God. Well, well, I was thinking, oh, they're, they're just doing a happy ending. I was like, how are they going to get to the tag match? I did not see the turn coming, to be honest. I thought the, tu- <laughs> I thought the turn would happen on Raw, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen, because obviously we've all read rumours about this tag match. 
I was thinking, oh, they're just going to do it as like a happy ending. It's a bit rubbish. And because it dragged on for ages, they had these hands in the air. Yeah. And then, then the turn happened. But I thought they messed it up because. Well, of course they did. They messed yeah, everything up. Because, like, obviously, Undertaker picked your plate up for a tombstone and just punched. And Kane just punched Shawn Michaels in the face. I was like, mm. why did they do a double tombstone? Because <sighs> Shawn Michaels. Shawn, mate. Shawn Michaels is bump, getting paid 10 million to do bumps. <laughs> He's not doing them for free in Australia. His fee well, he went through up. the table. Actually, too. Yeah, he did do... Well, exactly. He probably got paid for that as well. Yeah. Can we give respect? You talked about Shawn Michaels' bandana. Yep. Let's talk about Shawn Michaels' hat, which didn't fly off during any of his bumps. <laughs> That's what that the bandana's thing, for. It's to exactly. wedge it all in, isn't that it? That bandana is Velcro. I'm telling you now, it's Velcro and inside of, inside of his hat is Velcro. Is he going to wrestle with the bandana on? I hope he wrestles with the hat on. Yeah. <laughs> I when hope we he wrestles watching, with the hat on. When we watched the promo that Triple H and Shawn Michaels did on Raw in the car before we before you got here, yeah. um, I was looking at his hat knowing about the fact like, right, I need to figure out how it stayed on. And it's wedged on with a bandana. It's also got a string and the string was yeah. tied tight yeah. on it as well. He don't want anyone seeing that chrome down. <laughs> Why shave your head then? <laughs> no. Well, like, you can't really undo the shaving of the head once you've done it, can you? He shaved it, it was like, oh, I've got wrong head shape for this. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone and got a wig. Oh, Could like Adrian God. Adonis. <laughs> Actually, Undertaker's got the build of Adrian Adonis nowadays. It's I mean, he's in his 50s and that. Like, fair play to him if he wants to relax a bit, but... So this tag match, I'm, I'm not expecting much from it. No. But, like... When he does his singles match, is he working Triple H or is he working Undertaker? They're Taker. the only two. They've got well, it's got what do Michael you Taker. want, Daryl? Because you're going to WrestleMania where he will make his singles return. Yeah. Possibly. I'm not convinced he will. Do you know what? Genuinely, do you not? I actually think it's all about the Saudi money for him. And maybe, I think maybe it is. You remember? I you're don't. Right. I I genuinely think like it's not. Basically, it'll come back, and WWE won't be able to afford to pay. Like they alone won't be able to afford to pay him enough. I don't think to make him want to do that again. Yeah, but obviously he's had this thing where he's. I know they turned it into an angle, but he's had this thing where he stayed retired out of respect for Undertaker. Yeah. yeah. And then this this Saudi Saudi family have come along and gone. We'll give you ten million dollars if you come out of retirement. And he's like, oh, well, I'll do that then. So he's done that. He's done it now. He's come out of retirement. So right. he's just going to be like. Look, Mark. Well, like I'm he did last retirement. time when he's like, I'm out now, so I might as well go on and just be brilliant again. Yeah. So but will he be brilliant again? Well, that, that's, that's when, that was going to be my next question. Like, will, yeah. Like... Um, I don't know why this time I think no. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, the extra 20 years on top of Well, him. yeah, but realistically, like, it's not as if he's spent the last few years like jamming smack in his veins. You know what I mean? Like, And he did that before and he was still all right. Um, so I... Don't know. Maybe he's just a little too old this time. It's going to be Shawn but, Michaels versus Undertaker at WrestleMania, and then you're going to come back from it and insist, no matter how the match goes, that it was better than the second match than the match <laughs> I saw live. Do you, do you know, like, you saw the first one. Do you know when you went to WrestleMania and they had the Shawn Michaels cowboy hats, didn't they? Yeah. Like, and obviously, but you went to Texas and they had the cowboy hats. I, I think if Shawn Michaels wrestles, they'll do cowboy hats, and I'm definitely getting a cowboy hat. I, I bought one, and I, I don't know why, because I'm and not I will wear it unironically. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put a John Cena headband. Uh, oh well, the arm. I, I thought you were saying you put it like under your hat, so your hat stayed wedged on. No, I put it over it, and then yeah. I, I had a guy tell me I was crazy because that that constitutes crazy in the county where they can carry machine guns around on the shoulders. Yeah, you're mad for liking <laughs> John Cena, you big madhead. <laughs> right, yeah. So, um, things that are coming out of this show, then we did we talk about John Cena's 
end of the match promo. We mentioned that, didn't he? Yeah, we he's said. Like, oh, don't know when I'm coming back. Saudi money, yes, please. So he's in the World Cup. Yeah. Who else? So the WWE World Cup is taking place in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And they had a qualifier for the old WWE World Cup, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, Lost Conquistador got in it. Well, it was a Baron Corbin Battle Royal. <laughs> featuring a bunch of... Worse. Yeah, oh God, no. Featuring a bunch of people, including Lost Conquistador. Yeah. Now, I remember the Conquistadors. If you've ever seen Christopher Daniels' neck, <laughs> it's quite a long neck. <laughs> this Conquistador didn't have that neck, so we knew it wasn't Christopher Daniels. Not that we didn't know that anyway, right? And he also didn't but, have Christopher Daniels' bomb, did he? No. And he also had no neck. Basically, that's the point I'm making. Yeah. Like, when there's no distinction between the mask and the bodysuit, like, it would cut angle, basically. Yeah, it would cut angle. Bit of a laugh, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If it hadn't been spoiled in the... <laughs> in the thumbnail. In the thumbnail of the video on but, YouTube. But um, the... I don't think the crowd realised it was Kurt Angle till he hit a German suplex. No, definitely not. No, I well, yeah. you wouldn't have though when you look at it. Mm. Like I can understand. Well, I don't know if I'm looking at it going. Well, I can tell by the way he stood. I don't. I know. can, but because I know it's yeah, him. Think, you know yeah, what I mean? I think, I think yeah. if you watch, because let's face it, the other people in the room weren't exactly like specimens of manhood, were they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you could quite easily have gone right. They just got such a fat Mexican guy. Um, he's not very really fat. Is he just? It's just wild. I think it's the way he stands as yeah, well. Yeah, he, he just looks him... wide, doesn't yeah. he? It's just, it's just horizontal. So is Kurt Angle winning the World Cup? Is he going to bring, uh, bring it home for America? Well, here's the deal. Are they representing countries or not? I don't know. Because, like... Is it a tournament? A one-night tournament? Well, I don't really know. Because John Cena's qualified, so you'd think, oh, John Cena, America, great. Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist, America. So that's two they've got. I think it was going to be a tournament, and because the Saudi family clearly uh, like old wrestling, they went, let's do King of the Ring. Vince is like, brilliant, yeah, you can have King of the Ring, you'll do that. Call it the greatest King of the Ring, yeah, that's fine. So it's a riot, so the, the, the book in it, and, it's, and, it's, well, clearly, and then the King of Saudi Arabia goes, well, clearly I'm going to win. So, well, well, <laughs> well, no. He's like, well, well, I'm the king, so I've got to win it. So they said, we'll just change to the World Cup then. Yeah. Will the uh, you know the Saudi wrestlers from six months ago, or less than six? Oh, yeah, one is, of them will call Faisal. One of them be in it. Uh, yeah, and, right. he'll, and he'll win it. You reckon? No, no, no. I don't, I, so. I don't think they've all have had enough training. No, but will that matter? I mean, Great Khali didn't have a great deal of training, did he? I mean, he killed a man. No, he'll just, it. he'll just do. He'll be the billion dollar man, and he'll just come out and like, it's my own money. <laughs> Drop. There we go. So I don't think Drew McIntyre's going to be in it. All I wanted was, all I wanted was Scotland in the World Cup. That's all I want. That's all I want from life. No, I'm Dar might might be in it. Oh yeah, great. I'm sure he'll be allowed in. You think you think they're letting in into Saudi Arabia? Yeah, he's not with Saudi Arabia. I don't think he's been allowed into Saudi Arabia, Daryl. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I forgot it, well multi- done, mate. I forgot that it's multicultural. <laughs> I just, I, the, I just saw the, the name. No, I'm Dar. You're right. Well, I saw the Scottishness in him because I'm not a racist. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I he used to speak racist. Hebrew in the ring. Did he? Yeah. That I, just, I, just know, started, I just yeah. know that he likes Britpop. Yeah, he likes Britpop. That's when he stopped speaking Hebrew because he started listening to Oasis. Yeah. Cracking. Yeah. Now, have we done talking about um, Noam Dar? Yeah. Uh, we got Blinking Crown Jewel on Horizon, then Paul Heyman were on Raw, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Piping up Brock. Brock ain't coming back to Raw, is he? <laughs> he's coming he's coming for this one bit of Saudi money and off he goes again. Yeah, we're on about his death clutch, Jim. Yeah. Well, he is the um, 
is now probably the best draw in all of UFC, isn't it? Like, really. Who's at the Death Clutch gym nowadays? Because I know Pat Barry were part of his team. Probably one no one. Probably even Sable. <laughs> Can I give you the Death Clutch again, darling? <laughs> No, I don't want another kid. No, Brock. <laughs> oh, and they're still doing that shield dissension thing, as I mentioned before. Back yeah. on Raw, uh, Drew beat the shield all by himself. Pretty much because they were doing dissension between what are they calling them, the pack or something. Yes. The wolf pack, pack of wolves, the dog pound lads. Who's the, this? The wolfy lads. Braun uh, and the boys. Yeah, Braun oh, and the yeah. boys, basically. But it wasn't Braun and the boys because, like, Drew actually, like, Drew went face to face with Braun in um, on Raw. I forgot how big Drew really is. I think big, he's I, really tall. Like, I forgot how one, tall. Yeah. Yeah. If I had faith in the booking, I'd be quite excited for what they were going to do with Drew. But I don't have faith in the booking. Yeah. Because this is the same team that messed up Asuka. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You can't mess her up. I bring no. her up again. It no, because, bums me out every because, time. right? For a long time, I hated female wrestling, right? Yeah. I got really excited about Asuka. She was my favourite. Whose fault was that? Oh, <laughs> we spoke about hate... that last week. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> yeah. you want to know whose fault it is, they hate female wrestling, go back right. last week. But I, I really can... really liked Asuka. And I still think she's a good wrestler, but I liked the, how she was booked and everything like that. And I kind, I did kind of predict how she'd come up to the main roster. I'm quite happy about that because uh, at least one of you at this table uh, thought she was going to lose. Yeah. Um, I don't know like to boast, but I won't, right? And, uh, and then uh, they ruined her and they killed her. And now she's dead. <laughs> R.I.P. You know Carrie Sane and uh, Io Shirai are both sat there thinking, do, do we ever want to go to the main roster? I, th- I think do a you lot... think that's why they showed up on camera at New Japan show well, last week? Well, and, I, mean, I genuinely think a lot of the NXT roster have mixed feelings about getting moved up. Because obviously everyone wants to be on the main show and make, them, make money mm. and be on the proper WWE shows. But at the same time, if you're Johnny Gargano, <laughs> do you want to be... Like, like a main eventer being in important angles and having compelling storytelling or do you want to be on 205 Live jobbing to Buddy Murphy I think the only person like from NXT at the moment who should actively look for a call up is probably uh, what's his name uh, EC3 and that's because he's doing nothing in NXT as well so it literally yeah. can't get any worse for him on yeah. the main roster shoot him at Lars Sullivan like I said, he's literally doing nothing in NXT. Thing is, with so. Lars Sullivan, I think they, I think, well, I think both of them, I think they'd use them quite well on the main roster. Mm. To be honest, because they're kind of big guys. EC3 is a walking muscle. Like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. He's like, can I just I point out remember. that I liked him when he was Derek Bateman in proper it's, NXT? We know you like Derek Bateman. <laughs> yeah, in proper NXT, though, know, when it was good. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's it then. Um, what are we do next week? Uh, no mercy. Yeah, we're doing the rewind. Yeah, not WWE No Mercy off of not sorry, not WF No Mercy off of like N sixty four. Not can't. a good game. The the poor venue, the poor um pay per view. Right, but, but, we've not but, reviewed it yet. We've not even reviewed it. Oh, there you are. You've done it for us. Don't worry. Yeah. You mean you mean the pay per view where Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho have a ladder match? Every every cloud has a silver lining and all that, isn't it? Right. So there you are. Tune in for Dan's opinion next week. Do enjoy. <laughs> um, I don't remember anything about the pay per view. Two thousand eight is a great I'm year. It's really pessimistic. good. Pessimistic. Yeah. Well, you've done that with every single one, and you've been pleasantly surprised so far. But you haven't it, done it on the air. It started turning. You started turning. Every show's been a. Cracker. Every show's been good, and you've said as much. Yes. I don't... feel like there was one or two bad. Go ones back in and the listen middle. to the right. archives at yeah. anchor.com exactly. slash royalgrumble yeah. slash royal dash grumble. There you yeah. go. Danker.fm slash royal dash grumble. That's where you can get everything from. And you can also re listen to Dan's opinions that he's now lying about. Uh, don't forget to go to twitter.com slash royal grumble pod. Oh, if you're to... a new listener, 
on the archives, I'll tell you some good shows to listen to. We did, last November, we did a Bret Hart month, didn't we? Where it was yeah. like the Hart Foundation and stuff. Yep. They were all mint. We did a month of them. Yeah, they were. They were so really if you good. are a new listener, go back and listen to that. It was called like Montreal 20 years on. Yeah, it was. It was cracking. Yeah. And uh, if you're someone who joined for the 1PW stuff last week, yeah, um, thank you for all your responses and stuff. We are actually collating them. And we're going to involve them in when we return to 1PW next time. And we will return. Um, so well, there, will, there will be a resurrection. There will, oh, there will be. Oh, linking it. We're doing it, lads. We're doing it. Yeah. So, uh, please keep keep bringing in your memories. Keep bringing in everything else uh, related to what we said last week, and we'll um, we'll bring all of that forward when we uh, when we talk about one PW again, which won't be too far off in the distant future. And that's it. Um, yeah, facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Don't forget to go to twitter.com slash Royal Grumble pod. Find us on anchor.fm slash Royal Dash Grumble. That's it. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.